Whoa, what's up, everybody? It's been a while. Can you tell? Shit. Corey, how you been, buddy? Good to see you, bro. Good, good. How are you? Good to see you. Good, good. Thanks for joining us, man. Episode 143 of Fight League Atlantic Exposure. Man, we dropped the ball there. It's been a couple weeks since I've done a show. So uh, stay tuned. Came up. I'm sorry. Dropped it right off the ball. How's your day going? Not bad, man. I can't complain. Just another day. Went to work. Came home. You know. Nice. Get to talk about another fighting, day. nerd out. <laughs> well, we have Corey Morrill join us here, folks. He's a coach at East Coast Boxing in St. John, uh, New Brunswick. He's been on the podcast here before. He's a boxer himself. And uh, we got a great episode, again, sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness. Check them out online, MaritimeMadness.com. Uh, hot sauce, rubs, all that kind of stuff. Use the code FLA10. You'll save 10%. Uh, and they're really, really good people who support combat sports. So anyway, let's get into it here. we got a great episode. A uh, really talented boxer uh, out of the Oromocto Boxing Club. He's also a coach. He's a kid coach there, but a guy who's had 50-plus fights. A guy who, it's funny, man, like I'm not a... Uh, Obviously, MMA is my sport and thing, Corey, but it's funny as a, as a combat sports fan, this guy is a guy who I definitely know, and he's super exciting to watch and so young, man. Yeah, so honestly, I have this thing with Finnegan. Um, he's he's the guy you call if a fight falls through and anybody's 20, 30 pounds within him, he'll show up. Like, I've been at fights, and I just did, I didn't even know he was fighting, and I just see him show up the weigh-ins, and I'm like, what are you doing here? He said, oh, they, they called me this morning. And so I drove down. I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of like, a promoter's dream, right there. Well, let's bring him right in. Let's uh, add him to the conversation and have a chat with him. Without further ado, Mr. Sean Finnegan, how are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? Good, man. Thanks again for joining us, uh, man. How have you been doing with COVID? Uh, dealing with training and obviously with uh, New Brunswick. You're in New Brunswick. How how are things going? Uh, things have been going good for the most part, but uh, of course. New Brunswick in the last month or so, we kind of got shut down there pretty bad. And I uh, I just recently moved to Moncton for university. So oh, I'm boxing nice. in, in Moncton now on the Crandall University team. But, oh. uh, wow. yeah, Moncton's not doing so hot for COVID. We'll, we'll probably be good this week, though. That's huge. That's yeah. huge, man. What do you think, Corey? Um, yeah, so I was actually going to ask you about that, man. So, uh I knew you moved to Moncton. How? Uh, when did you actually move there? I moved here in November. November. Okay, very right nice. Um. Yeah, man. Um. Honestly, I I seen uh John Olhauser's putting together quite a stable of uh of talent there, man. He uh he's got Marvick, and then he had that Diego, and then um yeah. I just every time I see I hear somebody coming out of there, and I'm like, oh shoot, and then. I seen that you uh, you got hooked out there, man, and I, I thought it was a great move for you. It was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like, cause it's we've got all kinds of international guys. We also got a guy from Cyprus. We got a guy from Bermuda too. But nice. if we be uh, if we can get Canadians on the team, not only just from Atlanta, Canada, but guys from Ontario or like Alberta, we're bringing those guys in to fight in Atlanta, Canada. That's helping just build the the whole scene around here. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah, it's about, sure. eh, guys? Like, like boxing, obviously. Again, MMA and on the East Coast, like it's it has a history of like maybe twenty years or something. But boxing is just such a huge storied history here in the East Coast, man. And it's so exciting to see so many young 
talented prospects, but now prospects who are like kind of coming into their own and owning their own clubs or just like kind of taking ownership of boxing and saying, you know what, like we want this to blow up again. It's fucking awesome to see. Yeah. The next generation coming through, man, honestly. Um, For sure. So actually, I actually wanted to ask you this real quick, um, off a of boxing topic real quick, but what did you think of Sandhag is why I need last night? Me? Like either or. Either is. Did you see it? I, that's all I saw was the knee. But, <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it looked pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it was definitely nasty. No question. I loved it. Even though Frankie's such a legend, but man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love when people succeed, man. And, and you know, sweet. the tide turns sometimes. It's just it is what it is. Part of the sport, I guess. But you know, yeah, it's cool. I like that. Yeah. So, Sean, um, your last fight was with Aaron Christensen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to say I got you here, man. Like, that was very – like, that was a very good performance because um, I think you could talk a little bit more about this, but I, I think you were – you took that fight on short notice. Like, you were supposed to fight somebody else, weren't you? Yeah. So, uh, I was supposed to be fighting Matt Ross. Did I cut out there? Uh, you're frozen a little, but we can still hear you. So, oh, there you go. You're good. Okay, are we good? Okay, yeah. That's the, See, we'll blame you on this snowstorm. Uh, Matt Ross there, but he uh, he ended up pulling out the last like the week of. Okay, I don't know if I'm cutting out or what's going on. No, you're good. We're good. Okay, okay. So, yeah, Matt <laughs> Ross said I'm cutting out the week of, so I uh, I had no fight, and then Aaron Christensen's opponent ended up cut, like pulling out too. So I was like, well, I mean, it's it's a big jump because Aaron's been. He's been on a hot streak like lately. Like he fought Isaiah. I mean, it was a close fight and could have went either way. Some say it's a hometown decision, but it was a good fight. And then he beat uh, Brett Beaton too. Yeah. So so he was beating like everybody and like the guys that are bigger than me, like weight class wise. So I stepped up and it was originally going to be an exhibition, but I, I I was like I got an ego a little bit, so I, I don't <laughs> like taking exhibitions, right? And. Uh, I just went out there and did my did my job, man. Moved around, jabbed the body a lot, and picked it up in the third round. And I ended up pulling off split decision. So, it was, nice. was that the card outside in Cape Breton? Yeah. Very cool. How was that? Uh, it was different for sure, man. Like I, it was October for one, and yeah, yeah. I didn't fight until probably like. 10 30 at night maybe 11 o'clock because i was one of the last fights and there, there was a big card and yeah. uh, but surprisingly like i wasn't cold like, i thought yeah. i would be it's just moving around boxing keeps you warm yeah true enough true enough they did a good job there it was cool to see man and that's the thing like at the end of the day it's like every business has to pivot or do what you got to do man and they did a great job down there you know keeping people active and that's what we're doing, we're trying to do, and when you see other people in the amateur boxing or whatever it is, trying to keep active, man. Like otherwise, the sports are going to die. So, it's good to see, man, people doing that kind of stuff. The commentary was next level. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you're, uh, yeah. You're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of amateur boxers lately go pro. To be honest, I've noticed a lot of uh, Canadian champions and stuff. Um, just in the past little while, been going pro. Just cause, I think it's just because they can't get fights. Um, you know, yeah. and I mean. 
Are you thinking about that at all, Sean? I, uh, so yeah, my plan after, like before COVID, I wanted to go pro last May because Brandon, okay. like Brewer was supposed to be hosting card in uh, Fredericton there. And I wanted to have a pro debut there. Then COVID kind of shut everything down and I had a lot of time to think, right? But now I'm, I got a message from John Oldheiser if I wanted to come to Crandall and box to get a degree and all my school's being paid for as long as I stay amateur. So I mean, awesome. Yeah. You can't like, like, yeah, I might be a good boxer, but you always need that backup plan. Right. And, uh, you, you need your education. Man. So but smart. I, that's yeah. awesome to see, to see yeah. a sport like boxing or any combat sports paying for education is, is yeah, that's just a it. sick thing to see. Yeah. You see it in football or basketball, but you never see it in boxing. No, Which that's really because they to work hear. hard, man. The athletes work so hard, like you know. It's, it's, you it's know, it's funny. Time. Like so, like you kind of sit, you think about that, and then you kind of take it another step. It's like, why can't it be in 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 high school, too? Really, like you know, like like grade eleven or twelve kind of thing. Really, like a whole high school league. You know. It's in, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that, you know, are going to probably be against that kind of stuff, but man, it's no different than any, like football or anything else, in my opinion. No, it's no more dangerous. It's no more dangerous, man. Like I'm a football coach too. I've seen way, way worse. Like I, you know, kids getting their legs snapped and, you know, they're out six, eight, six, eight months, like, like that. Right. And they're worried about boxing. It'd probably keep a lot of kids out of trouble, right? Because some yeah, kids don't yeah. take the badminton, volleyball type thing, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of fighting at lunchtime, just fight them after school at boxing club. <laughs> They're gonna yeah. do it anyway. Like, yeah. Do you? So, you're both kids coaches. Like, you're both involved in in the in the kids level and had been, I guess. And uh, what's the kind of thing that you get out of it? Like, what's the biggest thing for you? Is it kind of molding the future? Is it? I'm sure you guys get just as much out of it that they get out of it. You know, with the relationship and. Yeah, for sure. You want to touch on that first, Corey? Yeah, sure, man. Um, Yeah, you know, just like what you said, molding the future. I feel like everybody can kind of do their part to give back. And um, it's such a bizarre, weird world right now with the Internet and everything. And kids have access to so much. So, like, just to kind of, like, steer them a little bit in the right direction, maybe based on mistakes I've made or, or things I've seen or my experiences. Um, because, you know, I, I found – as a kid and a young teenager young adult growing up and stuff it's like nobody wants to listen to the older adults you know mm. but they they're only telling you that shit because they literally live that type yeah. thing you know what i mean yeah. so mm -hmm. um just to build that kind of relationship with them so that they do trust me to come to me if they ever have you know real life problems because it's all good on the surface to talk about you know uh just kind of benign bullshit right but to actually touch on those real touchy subjects with kids they really got to have a trust with you so you know building those relationships through the sport has just been a huge blessing for me to be honest yeah it's just it like kids are fun man they're like little rascals just running around and i think boxing's definitely the best sport for them that way because they can just hit the bag and even if they're not doing it right they're they're yeah. still hitting the bag and kids think fighting's fun and just all that shit so as long as they're not punching their, their brothers at home they're just doing it in the gym it's fun yeah, they're getting that aggression out. They're getting that little, little energy out too, right? Like at the end of the yeah. day, like, you know, even if they're punching it, they're still probably learning a little bit. And 
yeah yeah it's i don't know it's it's you can learn so much more from combat sports you know than some people kind of give it credit for it's it's the weirdest thing because you have people like you guys and other people in the community that are like successful people like you say you know you're going to university like a full-time athlete full-time sponsored athlete here you know like a real respectable person in the community and like that's what we have and, and we're gonna have so much more of that moving forward man and it's it's, it's exciting to see really like the the sports are just growing fast here and it's great yeah for sure for sure hopefully new brunswick keeps growing obviously you guys uh i don't know what's going to happen there hopefully you guys can get open before the end of the end of the year it's weird isn't it all these rules and shit just changing all the time if this was You're last me if it yeah, right if this was six months ago i think we all could have uh like when that atlantic bubble thing was it we all could have got together and and did you know had had new brunswick fighters on your cards and shit right like i think new waterford's having another card here soon aren't they sean do you hear yeah, that i think that's uh march 27th isn't it yeah something like that yeah, yeah okay i did see that then nice. yeah. yeah my That'd name's be... in for it i don't know if i'll have to quarantine on the way back or what's going on there but we'll oh, see okay yeah it's it's who knows man like that's a, like we've been told for our event that it's nova scotia athletes only we're allowed but we're 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 mma so things are different you know for mma here and it is what it is but you know for me i think it's important i don't know it's a tough thing but like to me i think that the bubble could be open but again who am i i'm not a healthcare worker i guess that has been working on the front lines i guess but I, why can't you just show up with a negative COVID test? Like, that's kind of my thing. And, you know, like maybe quarantine on the way back, but like, I don't know. I think a lot of the extra precautions are a bit much. Like if I show up and say, Hey, I have a negative COVID test. And then on my own, I get a negative COVID test before I leave. Then I should be able yeah. to come and leave type thing. 100%. You know? Yeah. Like Sean should be able to go to the border and be like, here, here's my negative COVID test. You know, good. Yeah, I live like 30 minutes away from the border. What's the difference anyways? Like, yeah, exactly. It's not like it's a wall or anything. I could just drive right in. It'd probably be okay if you had a corporate jet and you could fly yeah. to Sydney, you know, that'd probably be okay. But yeah. Got, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but hopefully they can pull that off, man. Cause they do a good job down there. And, and, uh, I know, uh, someone else contacted us actually last week, um, from a club in the Maritimes looking to do an event too. They want us to pay-per-view it. So I don't know what's going to happen with that or, or, but uh, hopefully it does happen. So we're still slated to put on five this year. So hopefully at some point we can bring in uh, athletes from New Brunswick at some point. But So who do you guys fight in Crandall? Who's the, what's the, the competition like there? Uh, okay. So there's a league that we're in. I think it's the Northeastern uh, Collegial League, but there's also we fight like it, it's there's we're the only varsity university like boxing team in Canada. So all of our yeah. competition is in the states. Wow. So, yeah, last year they they fought uh, some military academy from New York, which is actually pretty cool. I think yeah. Isaiah Hay fought on that card, eh, Corey? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, they fought. Um... Army uh, Army West Point, which is a division. Yeah, one yeah, college, West Point. Right. Yeah. A funded Division One college in the states. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. So, so that's the league yeah. that we're in there. But for the most part, like, uh, I don't see us participating in that for a while due to COVID. But we could obviously just have club fights around here. Yeah. But it, it'll be cool. Like, 
if uh, we can grow and then they could have a Western championship, an Atlantic championship, a central, like an Ontario area championship, and then we could have like a national championship, kind of like what they do in the QMJHL, like hockey. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think that's possible, man. And it, the, to me, you know, there's. I don't know. I think everything's possible. I'm a true believer in that. Like, you know, like fuck, people can go to the moon. I think that anything's possible. Really, it just requires the right people, kind of agreeing and doing things at the right time and working together, and, and sometimes leaving your ego aside, right? So, who who's, who knows, man? But I think yeah, the more the more young people, like I say, young because I'm 40, and getting old. But like the young, you when I say, say young, it. Like, you don't gotta say it. You gotta, you gotta go there and say I'm not young anymore. Well, but like not just that, like people who are like you know, like invested, man, who've been doing like you guys who've been involved in the sport since you were kids, like doing this shit forever, and now you're just coming up and like, you're smart and you're like university educated and talented, like. That's what it takes, man. And those are the people who are going to change it and, and bring it all together, hopefully. So kudos to you guys, man. Um, what's uh, what's goals for you uh, outside uh, university? Like you know, like you were saying about going pro. Do you think that's in the mix after the education? Or yeah, definitely. Like it's not in the near future. I'm going to shoot for 2024 again, like the 2024 Olympics, and. Uh, there's also a world university championships that they host every two years. So the next one will be 2022. This year got canceled, but, uh, that'll be cool. Like this year is supposed to be in Poland and, uh, all paid for just a trip to Poland, go there and fight some people from all over the world. So that's uh, awesome. the near future goal. I got my eyes set on that 2022 and, uh, then the Olympics after that 2024. Wow. Yeah. Um, I kind of got a question for both of you guys, honestly. This was something I wanted to ask. Um, so, Sean, I hate to bring this up, but you know I was I was your biggest uh, cheerleader when you got robbed at Nationals one year. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. So, I watched Sean get uh, absolutely robbed. It was insane. Like, I, I thought he won all three rounds, clearly, man. And, and anyway, they gave the other guy a split. It was, it was terrible. So, I think if you ever watch board kickboxing, they have live scoring up on yeah. their up on their uh, titantron so you can always see like who's winning at what point um so also three judges versus five judges um i think five judges is more efficient what do you guys think three versus five and live scoring i want to know both okay uh I'm bringing the heat. live scoring <laughs> for sure i i think that'd be cool but it's yeah, I mean, every other sport has it. Like, why wouldn't we, right? So, live scoring, yeah, I can agree with that. And five judges versus three, that's what you're asking? Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, of course, five. The more eyes you have, the more opinion. But then you could also have the more guys that are wrong. And <laughs> so it kind of throws you off there. But, yeah, yeah. I'd say five judges, and uh, obviously you get to see the score. Well said. What do you think, bro? What do you think? Oh, man. My opinions are... Uh, I, <laughs> uh, live, like, I can't... Live scoring, to me, I think is... Uh, I think would be great. I really do. But I think if you have live scoring, you have to have instant replay, which is obviously a, a huge thing, I think. But uh, I, I'm not... I've never been there. So I, I don't know. 
Like I'm not like you know I've competed lots of well I shouldn't say even lots of jujitsu matches, but that's not the same as getting in a ring or in a cage. So I don't think I can have that fair opinion of live scoring of how it would like as a fan. I think I think yes. I think because it would keep people more in check. And when, and I think yeah, like Sean said, the more judges, the more eyes. But the, I think where it starts is the more eyes that the eyes. It doesn't matter if it's three or five. They need to be educated eyes is the important thing and like that you need to be know what you're scoring and and it, we see it in every combat sport how i have no idea but it's just like there needs to be definitely better judging worldwide for sure it's more common than not eh, to have bad decisions which is kind of yeah. sad like yeah. Yeah. It, it's discouraging too like it's uh you never know like i i could be Say I'm gonna go fight someone in their hometown. I'm like, okay, so I train so hard, and then I, I go to their hometown, and I there's no way to win unless I knock this guy out. Like that's it's it's discouraging. What's the point right. of taking it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I still get fights over though. You know, I'm a firm believer in the judging. Truthfully, three or five judges shouldn't be not they should not be inside the venue, like inside the live venue. They should be like in a room by themselves watching it, so they because can't they, they, can, they can't hear shit. And they, the, I don't know if it would work or not, but I think it just takes away all the bias of everything, like not everything, but like a somewhat of a bias, like uh, because I don't know, like you know, we all know, like when the crowd gets going a little bit, your eyes tend to go to like certain things, and it's just the way it is, right? So for sure. But I don't know. Like I, I know at our events, like the UFC or any like high level event, they they always like um, get a teleprompter for the judge to put right in front of them too. So when they're sitting, because in a cage, obviously it's a little bit different. They can't see when they're over on the ground on the other side or whatever. So, but I don't know. It's it's it, you know, don't get me wrong. It'd be hard to be a judge too. Fuck, I would I wouldn't want to be a judge. But yeah, good job, man. Good job for asking them to make us look like shit here. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Shit, yeah, we're on another event. We're not yeah. able to get any judges. <laughs> I just sent in my promoter's license for renewal, man. Yeah. I, oh, wow. Well. Everybody's complaining about it, though, so it's not just us, at least. No, man. Well, that, what do you think? Uh, I got another question for you, and I don't even want to ask about it, but I got it because Jake Paul, what do you think of this kind of stuff, man? Both of you guys. You first, Sean. Let's go. All right. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's not all bad for the sport. Like, of course, he's bringing in fans. Like, they might not be, like, the real hardcore boxing fans, but, I mean, he's bringing in people to watch. Mm -hmm. But there, there's got to be, like, a certain level of respect, too. Like, the way that he was talking to McGregor, like, that was a little bit, like, next level, right? Yeah. And, uh I don't know if he actually thinks that he can beat McGregor. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of disrespect there. And also these guys, just because they have like a YouTube channel, they, they get those top fights like right away. Like Logan yeah. Paul, he's going to be fighting Floyd Mayweather. Like, man, I'd fight Floyd Mayweather. You give me a couple yeah. million dollars, I'd get in there. No problem. Exactly. But, uh, That's the thing. People just, just plug me their whole YouTube, life. And they're a little bit pretty. They get, they get these opportunities. Yeah. yeah, that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I don't know. I think 
like I think it's a good platform for the not known people. So like I think maybe like YouTubers should fight other YouTubers, even like the co main events and main events of cards and then maybe have some actual like talented yeah. pro boxers that you're trying to get out there on the undercard just to get more eyes on the younger talent coming up. Just to not put it all on the on the promoters, you know, on all the because all the individual promoters and boxing and stuff, right? Um, I think something like that would be okay, but I kind of like Sean saying with them getting like top fights right away, like you know, an exhibition with Mayweather and stuff. It just yeah. it's gonna obviously rub some people the wrong way, you know, because it kind of doesn't make it that circus. Uh, yeah, it's that, gross. Kinda, like, circus vibe. So, yeah, I think they should fight each other, and everybody should be able to box. I think, but I. I you know, once you start kind of dipping into that world, you're obviously going to get some hate, you know, skipping the line type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, yeah, you're skipping the line, but I also agree with Sean about that, like the disrespect kind of shit, like, you know, like it's, there's some lines that you just don't cross, man, and it's just like for attention or not, it's like, it's funny, man, so Dylan Danis, this guy, when we did our very first jujitsu event back in like 2015, before anybody like did a jujitsu pay per view, they're like, "Why would I pay anyone to watch fucking jujitsu? This is insane." But anyway, we did it. it the, Dylan Danis was supposed to come to be the main event, but instead we went with somebody else, and he was like, "Oh, I should," you know. And it's funny because you know the, the decisions you make in your kind of business, I guess. You know, if you had it got that guy here. Maybe, you know, you, I don't know. It's funny how, what his career went to now, even though he's kind of a total knob, unfortunately, but I hate to say it. Like he's a sellout and it's really like, he's pretty confident though. I'll give him that confidence, you know. Talking all that shit. I hope you are. Like, I, I kind of agree with you, man. There's gotta be like, I think you market, you're marketing yourself and then like talking that are two different things you know you can present yourself well and still market yourself well you know like you don't have to be a complete dickhead and no, talk shit to, to market yourself well but i'm not in their shoes either so you know who am i to say but yeah like kind of like you're saying there's some lines you just don't cross like there's people out there that kill you for saying shit like that type yeah, thing. Exactly. Like, like, like no questions asked like just straight up do it type thing right so you know it's better to be that's exactly how i feel about it too it's exactly how i feel about it like this i look at it like that's what combat like even like jujitsu is not boxing but at the end of the day it's a you know a martial art and i look at like throughout my martial arts and i'm just like man that's it. one thing it's taught me is it's like to to my awareness of always of where i'm at in a in a room or in a in a crowd or whatever and your eyes are always kind of open and just kind of aware of like that motherfucker's gonna kind of fuck around. I guess I'm gonna have to either take care of it or, or run, you know. So I gotta decide, right, real quick. But yeah, well, Justin, yeah, it is a sad thing, and definitely it sells seats, man. But it's it sells seats because there's a lot of people out there who are cowards and don't know how to fight too, and they want to buy that shit, right? But it's it's unfortunate. But then you got a lot of upcoming stars in boxing too, man. Like that Ryan Garcia. Whew. Kids yeah. Good. I'm a Ryan Garcia fan. I don't know what what your guys' opinion is, Corey, but uh, I'm a Ryan Garcia fan for sure. Yeah, I like him. I think, honestly, yeah. like, a lot of the time, boxing, like, my experience, there's, there's so many guys that, like, people don't even know about. Like, I got a list in my phone of just guys that, like, I keep hearing about, like, guys that were Olympic gold medalists or, you know, Uzbekistani national champions that are going pro, and I'm like, Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Who's this guy? So mm -hmm. I find like they just need to get those stars kind of the market, you know, like there's so many good, highly skilled, super fun to watch boxers. 
and Garcia being one of them, but he kind of put the blueprint out on how to get himself out there on social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's like yeah, it, there's he's... a lot of good fights. There really is. There's a lot of good fights locally too, man. Like you guys, you were talking earlier, Sean, about Brandon, like three lines promotion. They do a great job, man, of like running good events. And I'm sure they'll be back here from, I'm hearing things that they might be back here soon too. So, um, hopefully they are. And I know other people are looking to put on boxing events. So the more high level boxing events, the better it is for everybody, man, more maritime fighters getting opportunities. And it's, I think it's important if we can get kind of back to it'd be nice to see like events running every month, man. Fuck. Like I know we're going to bang off five, but MMA is different than boxing, but it'd be nice to see like literally regular events all the time. Isn't it weird? That's such a, it seems like it's like so many light years away to just have like normalcy again. Mm. It's like, you know, so when you are we ever going to get that shit? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause I was in a uh, 2019, I was fighting, close to two times every month like i i can't remember exactly how many fights i had that year but it was at least 16 like i was wow. i said that to him my man just show up he'd be like what the hell yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. sean be wiping sleep out of his eye yeah they called me this morning bro where was that in uh st john uh, so i just got back from the olympic trials and i was going to hawaii in a week and Chris Peters just messaged me and asked me if I wanted to fight someone. And I just, I was out clubbing the night before, and I, I oh, beautiful. stayed up all night. <laughs> what card was play. that? That was the one where I had the exhibition with uh, Matt Frazier. You're like, oh, do I have to like fight him now, yeah. like in four hours? I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, so he messaged me, it was uh, like 8 a.m., and I was like, yeah, I mean, why not? So just like drive up there, nap whenever I got there after weigh-ins. It's no problem, I mean. I'm always ready to fight, so as long as you're in the shape, it. the adrenaline takes over, right? Yeah. Do you ever have like how like uh, obviously now you've like been you fought a shit ton? Do you ever get adrenaline dumped still, or is there still stuff that you work on mentally, or is it now just so normal to you that you just like you say the everything just takes over? Yeah. So I I think when I get back in there again, like if I have a big fight, I think I'm gonna be super nervous, like. To be honest, like, I actually think I'm going to be probably nervous just because it's been so long, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, when I was on that role, like, I I was just fighting it. It was just like uh, like when a soccer player goes to a soccer game, does he necessarily get nervous? Like, not normally. Like, they just go there and they just play their soccer game. Yeah. But if it's a big game, they might get a little bit nervous. But, like, like when I played basketball, I wasn't nervous before my games. And it was the same thing with boxing. Like, I was just pretty, pretty yeah. relaxed. But I think since I've been out of it for so long right now, I'll probably be nervous on my way back. Yeah. But nerves are good, though, right? They, they keep you sharp. Yeah, keep you Start honest, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. It's all about controlling them, right? Exactly, you know? And yeah. It's the more you do it, the better you can control it. And it's, it's uh, again, like I, I talk about it a lot, like I'm a terrible competitor because I just can't control my nerves. Like I'm just, I'm just like, fuck it. Like I think I'm, I'm out of it before. Yeah. Right. Like, well, yeah, but like, it's still, you, you know, like boxing again, it's just, it's man. I just can't uh, get that shit under control, man. It's hard. Like it, I think it comes with experience to be honest. That's like, just it. That's yeah. just it, man. Just seeing it all type thing, you know, seeing a lot of different looks at in in live action. Like I, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Sean, but um, we had a card at Exhibition Park, and I had one of uh, one of the younger kids I was cornering, 
and she's just like me like she gets nervous she's a whole bag of nerves and i was talking to her and we we're kind of just sitting there and i seen sean and sean was getting ready to go fight i said look at him I said he's just cool as a cucumber and like he i sort of got he was at lunch with his grandmother he's just, he's just like, yeah. not, not a nerve in the world in him i sort of god man he's beautiful not, he's not thing eating, so yeah, and, and for her to see that, she was kind of like, oh, geez, like, there's people like that, eh? And I'm like, it's all how you take it. It really mm -hmm. is. And it is. It's man. a learning curve for some, man. You can have all the skills in the world, but you can't apply them, then, you know, no use. Yeah. That's just it. Yeah, very well said, man. It's That's the thing. Like, it's that's what, I guess, the difference, which makes, like, you, you think about the pressure of, like, going and doing that in front of, like, 50 I don't know, 50,000 people or whatever, and to be able to perform at a high level, it's just such, and the animosity leading up to it in some ways, like the amount of pressure, it's just, and people handle it like incredible, like really incredibly. It's uh, it's pretty special, for real. I guess that's what makes a high level pro. Look at Poirier's last fight. You know, like a lot of pressure mm -hmm. on that, man. He handled that like a true pro. Didn't say mm -hmm. too much, you know, like just kind of went there, handled his business. Yeah, it was beautiful. I, I love. I, you know what? I'm a McGregor fan. I really am. But like, no, I'm not a fan of bullshit like trash talk. But I'm a fan of uh, McGregor. But like, I'm a much bigger fan of Poirier, man. It was so nice to see. So it's nice to see people get humbled a little bit, man. It really is. Yeah. What? Uh, Everybody should do combat sports. Well, fuck. <laughs> 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 That's a whole other podcast altogether, man. Like we, I, we already, I would, we've been here. <laughs> I'd like to start doing in our events. I would like to start doing like a, like a some type of like a thing where it's like a not a GoFundMe, but it's like a you raise money and then like someone gets to go in and fight like a professional fighter, like or something for, but like not hard, but like just kind of like a, a combat jujitsu match almost. Like they just slap them in the face a little bit while they hold them down, <laughs> just kind of teach them a little bit of a lesson, right? You guys remember Pros versus Joes? Mm, yeah, for sure. Man, what a great show that was! Bring that shit back. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know. Here, you're gonna. Hey, Ross from uh, wherever, never fought in your life. You're gonna go <laughs> in and fight Sean here, right? <laughs> With uh, he's gonna have one hand. Yeah, it yeah, would be right. interesting, man. But we're lucky. We're lucky to get our goddamn real event sanctioned, man. Let alone that. That's for sure. <laughs> right. So, We'll work on that. We're uh, man, like even like things like bare knuckle boxing, like they're they have no business, they have no interest in it, man. Here, I don't know why. Uh, bare knuckle boxing's tough, man. It's yeah, I I don't I'm man. I watched it like David Feldman was on the show here, the promoter, and I watched a lot of it, and like I don't know, man. Like I find some of it it's just like it's not. I I don't know. It's not pretty to watch sometimes. I feel like how much longevity can you have doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, shit. Like, your face is going to be just, like, all cut up. For yeah. Me. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Well, I mean, like, I that's how boxing started out, right? And then we, yeah. we've gone through all these processes of getting, like, leather straps on our hands or gloves. And then finally we have gloves that are, like, pretty safe, I'd say. And then they're just gonna take them off and go fight without them. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. 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 It is. It's interesting. It definitely is interesting. I know Rosiki's mentioned it a couple times that he's interested in doing it. So yeah, he's also mentioned. Preacher. <laughs> you ever sparred with him? Jeez. 
either you guys spar with him ever? No, no. <laughs> I, I've seen uh, Braden Brewer spar with him a bit, though. But like Braden, Braden spars with him quite a bit, actually. They're both three line promotion, and he, yeah. he just said that he's probably the hardest hitter he's ever sparred with. So. And Brandon's like yeah. really high level. Like, as, you know, yeah. that's wow. He just, he just, the house is on fire, bro. I just sit in the fucking corner. I'd be like, please don't kill me. (laughs) I don't want to hit, I don't want to get hit by one of those, let alone fucking 40 of those. So I'm good, man. I'll just sit on the outside and be a coach today. (laughs) 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 He mentioned that he's interested in doing some amateur MMA, but I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man, how that would go. Who, uh, who would be willing to, to do that against him, to be honest? It's not really worth it. Amateur, who the fuck's going to do that? You're going to pay <laughs> That some guy with four ounce gloves on is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing is, like, there's no, thank God there's no ground and pound for amateur in MMA because you just throw a hammer fist through someone's head into the canvas. Like, can't, we'd have to get a new goddamn canvas, probably. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah, he is. What, uh, finally, let's finish it off here, boys. Do you got any final questions, Corey? For Sean? Um, yeah man honestly any advice for young boxers out there bro going through a tough time no competition um just any advice for them somebody at your level yeah man, just uh stay consistent like it doesn't have to be you don't have to be going to the gym and beasting yourself every day but just stay consistent work on that technique and something that you haven't had the opportunity to train just train that right so you just got to stay consistent it because it's hard to get back in the gym once you're out. Right. Great advice. Well said. Yeah. Any mentors for you? Big mentors that have kind of been a big part of your career thus far? Yeah, Mr. Brewer, for sure. He, uh, he's been a – yeah, well, he, he's been – ever since I went to the gym, I was uh, nine years old, and he was there. And we've sparred together, like, at least every week for – how many years right and like nice. i'm starting i'm starting to catch up to him now like he's, he weighs about 20 pounds more than me but like we're starting to catch up he's getting older i'm, I'm getting faster right but i'll leave that though he's still got lots of time left but i'm, I'm oh, just getting faster nice nice i love that yeah that's see he's been man he's put on some really great events in his team down there fits yeah. and, and everybody they put on some beautiful events man and uh it's i know they had some trouble in the crowd and stuff at their events and we like i know what he's talking about like we, i think we had like eight fights at our last event outside the cage you know like i, I was looking around and there'd be just cops grabbing people telling them, like what in the fuck is going on here are people out of control like at the end there was a huge brawl guy came over and like kicked him from behind drop kicked him and shit oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it was out of control oh, worst nightmare man yeah, it's booze, right? It's old booze. And uh, we didn't, like, so I didn't click in, but, like, the commission, uh, they, they do a lot of things for safety, man, and it makes a lot of sense, like, things you don't think of as a promoter, and, like, and then, like, even things like, uh, like, like, plastic cups for, for beer and stuff. Like, they, he's like, it has to be all plastic cups, and I'm like, why? And it's like, wait until tomorrow night, you'll see why. And then, sure enough, there are eight fights and beer going everywhere, right? Like, smashing glass over someone's head right oh man but it was a it's it's interesting man those kind of events are fun as hell so oh well who do you got in the super bowl boys you gonna watch it oh yeah 
Yeah, I know Corey would. I, I don't have cable, man, so I gotta find a stream. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'll, I'll send you pick one. you up in Moncton, bro. <laughs> Are you not allowed to travel to Brunswick at all? Is that what's going on there right now? Yeah, I think you uh, can, Mon actually. Moncton's in the red, though, so we're kind of stuck here. Oh. Until we go back to orange. But, uh, right. Yeah. Edmonton, too. It should be good. We, I think we had no cases yesterday, and I don't know what we had today, so we're looking pretty good. Nice. Lost. Yeah. yeah, hopefully it ends soon. And it's, it seems like there's an end in sight. And, you know, it's I feel guilty sometimes I say that. Like, you know, you get caught up in my business and trying to put events on. And, and you know, I definitely forget about sometimes the people who've been hustling and working their ass off, like nurses or anybody on the front line who've been slaving away, just still dealing with this shit. And so thank you to anybody who is out there kind of dealing with that stuff for lots of love from the combat sports community. We owe you free tickets. When we're when we're back, sweet for any event that uh, Corey promotes. So, <laughs> <laughs> My no, I'd like to do something like that though. I know the I know the Super Bowl here. Like I think like out of the twenty thousand tickets, I think thirteen thousand of them are all like healthcare and and workers that they gave away. Oh wow! So yeah, That's yeah, That's yeah. It is, man. You know, if you're gonna be able to do it, you got to be able to kind of give back a little bit, right? At the end of the day, we're only be able to do it because of that. So, right. all right, boys. Well, I won't hold you up. Uh, you know, uh, anytime you guys ever want to chat or, or do something on here, it's much appreciated. We'd love to have you back on and uh, keep leading for the future generation, boys. Everybody looks up to you guys and looks up to everybody in clubs, kind of being coaches. So, keep it up. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Thank man. Any you final shout out? Come on. <laughs> Any final shout out, Sean? Or no, I'm good for that. Thanks All right. Guys. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us, Sean. And uh, Corey, again, thanks for joining. We'll get you guys back on here soon. And uh, Corey's going to jump on a little bit more and maybe uh, do a little bit of guest hosting here. He's a pretty knowledgeable guy on the East Coast and does a good job. So thanks for joining us, boys, and we'll chat very soon. See you, man. Awesome. Another great episode, folks. Uh, episode 143 uh, with Sean Finnegan and uh, Corey Morrill out of St. John and uh, Moncton. So two New Brunswick-based athletes and coaches who do a lot for the sport in New Brunswick. Uh, so, yeah, great episode. Hope everybody's doing great at home, uh, keeping safe, about to watch the Super Bowl. I uh, have to go with, man, I got to go with the young guy, Mahomes, 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 Patrick Mahomes. I love Brady, but, you know, you got to always go for, you know, it's how many, you've won like 7 million championships, so. Let's give it to somebody new. Anyway, folks, keep you and good people out there. Again, thanks to everybody working on the front lines, keeping us safe. Uh, thanks for everything that you do. It's super important, and uh, it's the only way we're going to get back to business. So we'll see you in March. Lots of love. <laughs>